Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each week, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, and on our website at ProChoiceOhio.org. The program also airs each Friday morning at 9 on WGRN 94.1 in Columbus, Ohio. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL ProChoice Ohio. Enjoy the show! Hello, Hannah here, Senior Organizer with NARAL ProChoice Ohio. This week on The Morning After, you'll hear from our current team of Northeast Ohio interns, Ari Leandri, Caitlin Plummer, and Gianna Formica. They're talking about what reproductive freedom and justice mean to them, what they've been working on this summer, and why it's important for young folks to be involved in this work. If you're interested in joining our internship team, we're accepting applications for fall until August 13th. You can apply at www.prochoiceohio.org under the Jobs and Internships section. Our positions are paid, part-time, flexible, and really fun if I do say so myself. Hope to hear from you soon, and thanks for listening to NARAL's The Morning After. Hey everyone, um, my name is Caitlin. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I'm one of the interns um, right now at NARAL Portraits Ohio for the summer. And a little bit about me is that um, I'm a senior in college right now. My major is gender and health. And um, my I really want to work in public health in the future, specifically maternal and child health. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where my passion lies. Hi, um, I'm Ari. I use she, her pronouns. Um, a little bit about me. I'm an incoming third year at Oberlin College. Um, I'm studying comparative American studies with a minor in pre-law. Um, on campus, I'm an abortion doula. Um, and I also work for our sexual information center. And yeah, in the future, I plan on going to law school to continue um, work in the reproductive freedom world. <laughs> Um, and I'm Gianna. I'm about to be starting my undergrad in urban studies. And so I'm very new to the, I guess, to figuring out what I want to do. But I know I just want to help people. And reproductive health uh, has been something that I've been passionate about for a very long time. So I thought, why not as why not as well just uh, apply at NARAL? So <laughs> that's something I'm passionate about. And I can see myself doing in the future as well. All right, um, so we're going to, like, introduce Nero for a second. I'm guessing y'all are kind of familiar with it, you know, since y'all are following the page on the live and everything, but we'll give, like, an official, I'll give an official description of NARAL Process Ohio and kind of, like, what they do. Um, So NARAL Process Ohio is an advocacy and lobbying um, nonprofit organization determined to make sure everyone in Ohio has the right to make personal, informed decisions about their bodies. Um, Our work is specifically focused on reproductive choices, such as preventing um, unintended pregnancies, bearing healthy children, and choosing legal abortion. Uh, NARAL Purchase Ohio has a 501-3C leg and a 501-C4 leg um, and a, a PAC, a PAC, um, which essentially means that you participate in both general education and also uh, outreach, but also like more politically focused uh, spaces. So in those political spaces, we monitor and analyze legislative activity, um, inform the public about those bills and laws and policies, and even lobby and communicate with government officials to ensure that all Ohioans' reproductive rights are protected. Um, so yeah, it's like a little bit of just to what um, we do here. So we can talk about what we do as interns, uh, too. I've talked a lot, so that's <laughs> what I got. What we do as interns. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah. No, um, I can start. So... Um... A lot of what we, like, my favorite part, I guess, about um, working at NARAL and uh, 
Caitlin had mentioned was just uh, learning about like analyzing legislative activity um, because that's super important to know like what it, it's hard to under it's hard to understand sometimes for somebody who doesn't know much about the certain verbiage that's used in bills and stuff like that to um, to learn about like what's being what's being put on the plate of like what are they voting on relating to our rights as human beings um so it's just that's something that uh is interesting for me as somebody who wants to be more politically active to learn specifically what those things mean and um yeah um so personally um one of my favorite things that so far about working at um with NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio was that I get to like directly um directly impact my community. I'm from Lorraine, Ohio, and I got to um, engage in the community conversations that were happening, um, partnering with Ohio, um, Ohio Women's Alliance. So I got to sit in on that call, not only as a NARAL intern, but also as like a community member. So I got to have like those two sides um, of input. And I just thought that that was so cool that I got to really like engage in my own personal community, as well as the greater Ohio community as well. But yeah, as someone from like not from Ohio, this was like really, really like interesting for me too, just because I'm from Michigan. I might have mentioned that earlier, but I'm from Michigan and like, you know, Ohio is right below, but it's so different than it is in Michigan. And so honestly, like really learning on like what's going on in Ohio, um, in terms of like legislative and everything, it's like really emphasized to me like how much like how different state governments are. Um and like I didn't really think about that before and it really does like matter like what your states are doing you know and like that local level like emphasis is super super important and like I knew that you know before this but like seeing it in real time um like looking at like from the outside looking in it's just really really interesting and I've never had that experience before and that's something that like working here at New Rockford Ohio really gave me and I like will literally use that in like all the work I do um, just like these grassroots organizations and like other people doing the work, you know, are super, super important. And it's like awesome that NARAL Process Ohio is helping like assisting those organizations um, and also like influencing um, on their own. Um, yeah. Yeah. Another thing I've really enjoyed this summer is like Ari and I went to, went to um, Columbus for an event. And so we got to meet um, a lot of those people that are doing the same kind of work that NARAL Purchase Ohio is doing. And that's like, those are connections that um, no matter what sort of like social justice sphere I go into are connections that I'm going to need. And like, it's good to um, sort of get, get your foot in the door in a way of like, these are the, these are the people that are doing the positive work that um, we all believe in. And that's like a really cool thing as well. Um, yeah, I'm so jealous I couldn't go. That experience seems like so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And also, like, like a part of, like, demonstrations and um, protests like that in the past, but getting to be, like, on the side of it and, like, really get to see the background that goes into, like, making those events happen was so interesting. That was really cool. Um, so we've kind of, like, talked about, like, the term reductive, like, justice a little bit, reductive freedom. Um, we've kind of, like, talked about this a little bit. Um, they are different, so I'm going to, like, define reductive justice for everyone on the call, you know. It's very easy to, like, use those terms interchangeably. However, there's a distinction, distinction for a reason. Um, so I'm going to, like, define really quick reductive justice. Um, we're going to use Sister Song Definition, who's, like, a pioneering reductive justice um, organization. They're absolutely incredible. Um, so they define 
reproductive justice as the human right to maintain bo personal bodily autonomy, have children, not have children, and parent the children that we have in a safe and sustainable, um, safe and sustainable communities, um, which is like really important things. And even though that's not necessarily the, the work that we directly do um, as Neural Pushers Ohio, I think that's something that we're all, we're all pretty passionate about, um, which I guess is like a segue into um, what does reproductive freedom and justice look like and mean to you specifically? When I think of reproductive freedom, reproductive justice, um, I think of, well, one, bodily autonomy, but also healing, especially with reproductive justice. One of the first things that come to mind is healing. Like as a woman of color, healing my community um, from past traumas and also like just the ongoing, oh no, did we lose Gianna? I'm about to add her right back in. <laughs> Oh no, I lost myself. Okay, I'm back. I'll just wait till she comes back. Okay, hi. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. So um, I was just saying that, yeah, um, reproductive justice to me means like healing for my community um, from like past trauma surrounding lack of bodily auto autonomy and just like ensuring that for the future generations. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful definitely the healing part there's so much like I said like trauma you know generationally yeah that happens especially to like marginalized communities and our communities everywhere and so like yeah doing this work really is taking steps towards like healing and like healing our future generations and everything which is yeah awesome I agree like community care is just so important and I think that that's like one of the biggest things um in reproductive justice you know just like making sure um that our community is being cared for and ad advocated for yeah mm-hmm yeah, that's kind of similar to, like, what that means to me as well. Like, I kind of mentioned, like, how doula acts is really important to me. Mm -hmm. And, like, doing that doula work myself, like, really just learning about what it is. And it's about, like, you know, healing people and, like, really caring for them and giving them that care that they may not get in, like, a professional setting. Um, and so, like, making sure that pregnant people, you know, are, like, getting the emotional support, the physical support, the right information that they need because they're not often given that in, like, medical um, environments and stuff or even, like, you know, even given the options completely of, like, what the choices they have um, when it comes to, like, having their children. And so, like, yeah, just, like, giving um, the care that we were, like, um, so, I don't know, denied basically um, for decades, centuries even, um, like, even though, like, it's really hard to do that work you know, like in a big frame, there's so many things we can do like individually too. And like, that's why doula work is important to me because like, it's like an individual, something I can do to like make that change in somebody's life. Um, yeah. Oh, what about you, Gianna? Yeah, I, I, I love what you both just said. Um, and I really think that um, that community focus is something I'm really passionate about too, because I think um there is so many people who there's a lot of stigma around ab abortion access and just um, even just healthcare and like sex ed in general and like things that are like knowledge that you need to know as just a person who exists, you know, like there's so much information that a, a lot of people are um, being denied. And so that kind of education aspect, I think is really important to, um, it, it, to, to making, um, to having people be like, you know, making informed choices and having the access to make different choices as well. So, um, like if you don't know where to go for a certain type of care that you need, 
how are you going to get that care that you need? And that's can be life changing that, you know, that can be a matter of um, that could, that is a really big deal. And even just not even talking about um, abortion care, but other like services that like places provide and like prenatal care and stuff like that. Um, Cause those are things that get overlooked so often. Um, mm-hmm within within communities because there's like stigma against women's bodies or or, um like afab bodies there's just like stigma against a lot being allowed to exist in your body and so then there's no information to you to know how to take care of your body and that's not um that's something i'd like to see change but i know that like is like the work that the educational work that like nayral does and um helps communities fix that um but I think kind of connects to both of your points as well um but yeah yeah the whole education thing there were so many things I did not learn about my body until like way too late not too late but just like way later in life like different kind of like birth controls and things like that I thought there was literally just the pill and condoms like I didn't know there was like a whole other like you know like a plethora of options that like people can get and like they would I never would imagine that even being taught in high school like and it should be you know like am I at least in my opinion I think it should be because like you know you make when you know better you do better and you like you know make more informed choices for yourself um yeah yeah I don't know what it's like in Michigan but definitely uh Ari can attest that the like sex ed in Ohio is not not where it needs to be nearly at all (laughs) um and so um yeah so it's important for places like NARAL to be doing to be doing the educating and um that kind of thing so yeah for sure abstinence-based sex ed is not it so (laughs) at all (laughs) yeah wild um I guess we can, like, move on to, like, our next question, maybe. I don't know if they want us supposed to ask it or not, or I can keep on moderating. I don't care. <laughs> um, I can ask. Um, yeah. Are we on to um, why is it important for young people? Okay. Mm-hmm. Why is it important for young people to be interested in reproductive freedom and justice movements? Like you just mentioned, honestly, Gianna, like, with, like, you know, knowing, like, sex education is a part of reproductive freedom, you know? And, like, those are, like, our bodies, basically, especially when you're, like, our bodies, basically, that are, like, kind of, you know, being um, politicized almost, you know? Like, we're not really getting told the whole truth, so therefore we can't make decisions that we want to make. And so, like, even, like, being younger, you know, like, knowing what, like, your body can, like, you know, does or doesn't do or just, like, having, like, the full picture of things can really, like, impact the, like, trajectory of your life and, like, can, you know, reduce things like unplanned pregnancies and things. And that's, like, you know, the ultimate goal, basically, is, like, having things in place to make sure, like, people can, like I said, like, you know, have children or not have children and, like, um, make decisions on when that happens and, like, um, be fully informed, like, when it happens. Um, And so, like, yeah, it impacts all of us. not something to just deal with when you're, like, older or anything. Like, it doesn't have to be, like quote unquote sexual to like know about reproductive freedom you know it's just like basic information um yeah that's just what I think how about you y'all yeah and that's definitely like um that's not even like being so um like wanting to get involved in in this kind of work that we're doing that's even just knowing so you can keep your own body safe and healthy Mm -hmm. which is just um should be number one important thing for everybody so I think that sort of um, knowing like and then 
bringing it to like the justice movements part, just um, knowing what kind of what kind of rights you have over your body and your autonomy and agency in um, in this country or specifically within like whatever state you're in is um, is important. And to know what your friends might have to deal with that you might not be going through and um, that kind of thing and how that legislation works, I think um, is important for at least everybody to have just like a general basis of knowledge. Um, and the world is changing so rapidly that um, it's so important for people like us to be doing this work and to be um, getting into, because there's, there's not a lot of young people doing this work as we've noticed. And um, everybody's voice matters in the conversation, so. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that this all just, again, circles back to community care, you know, like youth are important members of all of our communities. And, um, and you know, and also like Gianna, you were saying about like stigmatization of bodies. Um, I think that you could really see that and why maybe there are barriers to youth getting involved in this work. And, um, and um, yeah, and like Caitlin, like you said, like the sexualiz sexualization of um, like, this work when it's really health it's it's all about health it's you know what i mean it's health care it's it's um yeah com com community care and yeah so important yeah. the like coolest thing too i learned like this summer though too that kind of goes on with that question is that like everything can kind of like not everything but so many social issues that i didn't really think about that are associated with reproductive freedom you know um, like, learning that, like, you know, access to parks and everything, like, really has an impact on, like, not only the pregnant person, but also, like, their child growing up. Um, and, like, like every, like, so many issues that we all care about kind of can connect back to reductive freedom, um, or reductive justice, even, like, the three pillars of reproductive justice. Um, like, that whole, you know, have the right to, like, parent um, and family, you're, you know, have a family in an environment that's safe and equitable. Like, mm -hmm. so many things impact that and so it's not even just about like you know the things that everyone thinks about like abortion access or like you know birth control access it's like everything these things all connect and are all super super important um and yeah that's just something i've really really learned um this summer and like we'll always keep in mind yeah and i think that kind of um hits on our next question which i think we've all kind of talked about a little bit already but um what is your favorite or most fulfilling part of the work you do at mayoral Caitlin was starting to talk about like just important things that we've learned, you know. So, um, I, if either of you have anything to add to that, yeah, that would be mine. It's just like the things that I've learned, honestly. Like, um, this, like, not this world is the like formality of the world. Like, I've always known, of course, about like, um, reproductive freedoms and things, you know, like, talk about my body and just like notice certain things, but not really having like the vocabulary or like having the experience really match with that doesn't really happen before this year. And so, like, I've learned so much just this year in general, and like working at, at this internship has like taken that even further. And like, um, like I said, it's truly just learning. I've learned so much, like, I can't even like verbalize it all. I've been talking for hours. Um, but it's been great to learn and also talk to people too, and not just read it in a book, but like see people's experiences and hear about their concerns. Um, like even like, I really loved listening to, um, the community conversations and everything and, you know, but not hearing that 
people really care and we know that they do but like hearing it firsthand has been really really fulfilling um and it definitely like impacts like i really want to always do community outreach on everything i do and so that's been really really nice to um hear about yeah i, I agree for sure those community conversations that we've been doing this summer are super important and I, we've all seemed to have gotten a chance to listen to some and um and participate i plan on participating in the one for my county in a few weeks but um that and this goes back to ariana's point of community care like that and how cool like cultivating those relationships within communities to um is really it's really important to like the work we do and i think um I, I agree. Like community outreach and community engagement is something that I'm very passionate about and I didn't really know much about before this summer. So Yeah, and um I think that's something that this internship has really taught me was the importance of um state like local level organizing. I think that like I have fallen victim in the past to like thinking so big and so broad. And I think that really it's so important to like, again, community care and to focus, you know, like locally and um, statewide, like just the changes that you can make. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it really has changed like the framework of my thinking when I think about reproductive um, freedom and reproductive right, rights and access definitely mm -hmm. um so i want to like I'll, um what about your personal journey has inspired you to want to work um for the like reproductive justice or reproductive freedom cause um yeah i like to think of the quote that a lot of people use where they say everybody knows everybody loves somebody who's had an abortion um because I've had like a few people in my life go through that experience and um, talk to me about their personal journey and um, just learning about how that affected somebody so close to me who um, and what the like access to care means to them and how having places like preterm or Planned Parenthood of like available to them meant so much to them that kind of sparked my um uh interest in um caring about this movement is the relationships I have in my own community my own life my own community so um and then it's just kind of spelled from there because learning more has gotten me more interested in supporting um and being a part of, I guess, making the world a better place, as cheesy as that might sound, but that's like the best way to put it. Um, that's all I want to see in the world. So, um, and have like access to care for people. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of in the beginning too, but what inspired my work um, in this world is really just my identity as a woman of color and being like, the women of color who've come before me, even personally in my life, and the way that lack of access to um, bodily autonomy and um, lack of access to health has really affected them. And um, also specifically like the forced sterilization um, of women in the past, um, women in my family in the past. And just, you know, I, again, goes back to like healing and I, I'm doing this like for, to heal that generational trauma, you know, and to, help as many people as possible to ensure that that you know never happen again and that yeah right. <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, definitely similar to you. Like my experience as like a woman of color has really like impacted my like call to this work um, and like want to do it in the future, especially as like a like plus size woman, you know, like, um, and then I'll top of be like, you know, being a black woman, it's just like the medical system is not very like um, geared to like treat us nicely. And like, I've had horrible experiences on my own and like dealing with like non-serious things like an ear infection, you know? And like, I can only imagine how like much worse that could be or has been for other like folks like me who have similar identities as me dealing with something as serious, like, you know, as the reproductive health. Um, and like, I've seen it firsthand on like how women in my community, especially like, you know, women who are underaged or like folks who are, you know, queer and trans and stuff are treated. Um, and like, I want to make sure like I can do whatever I can to like, make love know that they're cared for. And that like, if someone else doesn't have their back, I have their back. And that we're working on making sure that like someone's forced to have your back. Like, even if this person is completely against you, I want to make sure there's something like in place to make sure that you have, you're treated the right way. And you're supposed to be um, treated with the dignity and respect that you deserve. Um, and that's kind of why I'm like going towards public health in that way. Um, just because that's something that um, I can work on in that field. Yeah. Um, okay, I guess our our last little question here, <laughs> since we're um, nearing 7.30, which is crazy, it went so fast. Um, what advice do you have for others who don't quite know how to get started in the repro sphere? This is a Yeah, um, I, I mean, well, a lot of these folks watching are at least connected with NARAL, so... Um, <laughs> I guess one thing that um, I, the, the way I guess I got connected with NARAL is I found um, an event that was happening at um, a local abortion clinic and it was a chalkathon and you like donated some money and then you went and like drew on the chalk in the parking lot to like, like thank you messages to the employees and stuff. And that's when I met um, some of the, some of the people that work at preterm and NARAL and found the opportunity to do this internship um and so just following NARAL on Instagram and then going and um they post like stuff all the time and like really just like doing a google search of like who are the organizations near you that are doing the work that you want to support and this could go for any subject but especially repro and then um giving them a follow on Instagram or Twitter because their social medias are always like alive with stuff. And there's especially like now because of COVID, like events are happening in person and there's still zoom events that happen um, all over the place. So um, just really, I feel like social media, we live in such a social like world that it's really, it's really become a good tool to educate ourselves and our friends as well. Yeah, I totally agree. Social media activism is so vital. Now. I think that we're seeing like, like never before um, the impact of social media on um, social justice issues. And I think that I totally agree with what you said, you know, following um, people. But I think that like, also having like a really local focus, um, like Gianna, you were saying, like, we like in your community is how you found NARAL Pro-Choice Pro Ohio. So like, yeah, like really thinking locally about um, how you can make change, I think, um, yeah, could really help you like get your foot in the door. 
Yeah, not to like copy both of y'all, but definitely um local, like local, 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 truly just like um yeah, looking up, even looking like listening to the voices, you know, of the people who are pioneering in community, who are doing the work in community, um because they're the ones who really like, you know, impact that change and are really like working hard to like get that stuff going. Um so like or even like reading or following people on Twitter like um queer trans voices of color basically who are you know doing this work and have been doing this work forever um even though like NARAL itself is it um NARAL Protest Ohio it's like a white led organization you know but they like one thing I really appreciate about this organization is that they're always trying to listen to you know uh like folks of color's voices and trans folks voices and queer folks voices which is something that we all can do um and so like yeah really even if it's just both Twitter following and like listening to people what they like write um that can like get you to know more events you know know more people you know connect on that level and like I said, um, those local organizations, there's people doing it everywhere, doing work everywhere. So really just keeping your eye open and, you know, using the internet to your advantage. <laughs> um, yeah, but thank you everyone who jumped in um, and tuned in. Um, are there any last words from either of you before we close out? Get involved. It's really fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us talk about what we care about.